Action Critics with your hosts, Will and Ian, around town, ready to go. We got Anton in the house, baby boy, getting his action on. You know what I mean? Got to learn him up young. Got to learn him up young. He said hello. Hopefully he heard that. John Woo's hard-boiled episode 42, season three. I'm ready. I'm ready. I... If if y'all out there don't know who John Woo is or what hard-boiled is... Uh, John Woo is a Hong Kong director, action director, and uh, made several, uh, what I would say, cult classics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Better Tomorrow, mm-hmm. Killer, yeah. Hard Boiled yeah. would be the three bigs. Those are the three if bigs. I had to, if I had to pick them out. I would agree with that. Then made his transition to America mm-hmm. and just decided to shit the bed. Well, uh, he peed the opinions. bed and then shit the bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made, so, he wait, made, are you saying face off is a pee? Just face a, off, you know what? Face off, face bed. off. He got out of the bed and made it to the toilet. Okay. I think Face Off is his like his his one his best race. U.S. film. I would, I would, I would argue. agree with that yeah. as well. Yeah. I would agree with that as well. Oh, and right. Broken Arrow. <laughs> Get out of here! I, I went. That'll be in my watch. Okay. You've been watching, okay? Because I did watch that on your request. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I got, I got, got some thoughts. ideas. Okay. I got some ideas. You got, but um, it's just you and me in studio. It today. is, ju- and Anton, and Anton. But you just you and me talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll make noises. You want to jump in with first thoughts? Let's jump in with first thoughts. Get it thoughts. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hard boiled for me is I don't know when I first saw it. Probably in the late nineties. I probably had like a film friend who was like, "You got to watch the movie," and I loved it. And it has held a piece in. And maybe it's it's kind of like hard to kill for you. I mean, it's held a piece in my brain ever since I first saw it. Just as like this epic action film that can rarely be beat and upon rewatch it is still an epic action film it's maybe a little long it drags a little bit which when I think about you know even American John Woo films they all tend to drag a little bit he's a he's a dragger oh wow yeah but his action scenes are always fantastic I mean the opening of hard-boiled is is one of those action scenes that I think once you see it it's it's just in there. It stays. It's rent free. Do I? You're do, talking about the tea shop. The tea shop. Do I yeah. call it perfect? At perfect action? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if I would call it perfect. <clears throat> I may not action. call it perfect, but it is fantastic in so many ways, and it's so fun. It sets the tone for the movie and the style of action you're going to be watching. Yeah. Uh, and we'll probably get into this more, but but John Woo's influences a lot of them are musicals and ballet, and he brings that to his action scenes, and I right. think that that is what makes John Woo such an interesting action director is that he. Just hurls this this artistry at it, and that it's not it's not necessarily about the action. It's about the the fun of the action and the action of the action. I well, didn't... those are the action. Oh, is that the action? Oh, yeah. well, then there you go. It's about the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Action doesn't necessarily mean murder. <laughs> no, that's that's all it means in my world. Yeah, murder yeah. and face punches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and slow jazz. Okay, yeah. I mean, I saw this in the late '90s as well. I remember being in boarding school and someone having it and being like, "You know, you yeah. need to see." Is this, this like part of our the boarding school series? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and that was, yeah, it, it blew my mind. Then I was one of those movies where you're like, "What just happened?" I saw the killer around that mm-hmm. same time, uh, or killer around that same time, and both were, yeah, were mind blowing. Yeah, you know the the tea shop scene in this uh, when he when he when he shows up at the um, uh, 
at the garage and he's, you know, loading the shotgun, it, shotgun uh, bullets into his shotgun and he's doing all of that. And then he comes flying in through the, <laughs> through the roof and you're like, yeah, Yo, yeah. this dude just showed up by himself. Yep. To try and take out just a whole he bunch of drug lords. does not give an F. <laughs> no, like, he's just here for revenge. Uh, yeah. He's not a good policeman. We know that. No. He's not no. a good policeman. Tony Leung knows that. Tony Leung Tony <laughs> definitely knows that. <laughs> this guy's going to ruin everything. Yeah, like, literally, his, his captain is like, dude, you're blowing it. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm killing people. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess so. You're not doing enough. It's like, yeah, I get it. You're angry. Your, your partner died. But yeah. Maybe... Maybe yeah. a little dramatic. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, people who play the clarinet are often dramatic people. I've been told this. Yeah. I played the clarinet yeah. and the if bass clarinet. If you're in a jazz band and you're the clarinetist, you're crazy. <laughs> you, you got crazy. some crazy to you. you you're like a I mean? drummer in a rock band. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you're yeah, just yeah, the yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because the drummer in his jazz band well, the, dies. Yeah. I mean, the clarinetists, they're always a little quiet and reserved, you know, and then next thing you know, they're out there just murdering people. They're blowing their top. Yeah. If you know, I was blowing. <laughs> Blow that horn, yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Just get the fucking hi hats going. Um, so yes, yeah. I have some nostalgia to this movie. For absolutely. Sure, uh, but to me, going back and rewatching it this time, I was impressed with how well it held up. It does hold up for very the well. action. Yes. Uh, specifically, mm-hmm. uh, obviously like it's very hard to judge acting, you know, when you, when they're acting in a different language. Yeah. And certainly, you can still see some of the stylized effect of what John Woo's going for yeah. uh, in the acting. He didn't have them play. He had them play a little bit more in that kind of Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. He was kind of playing in that hard-boiled detective right. series kind of acting. A right. little bit noir yeah, a little bit stylized, intentionally so. Mm-hmm. And it plays and it mm-hmm. works. Dirty Harry uh, mm-hmm. was an influence. Uh, Steve McQueen from Bullet was an influence. Mm. So some of that kind of stuff was was obvious in the acting. Yeah. But again, hard to say whether I how good right. they were. Is it great or not great? Uh, to me, know. Tony Leung was fantastic. Like yes. I felt like every scene he was in, I was like, "Who are you?" Dude? Yes. Very charismatic. Uh, yeah. Dude. Very charismatic. Very. Good at playing the nuance of somebody who's doing things that are against what he wants to do, but has to play the part. Uh, right. He does a really good job with that. Yeah. Another movie, Infernal Affairs, which we won't get to today, but we should do on the sure. show at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Tony Leung is the main guy in that and plays an undercover cop again and is very, very good at yeah. that. So if you want to see Tony Leung in what I think is one of his great films infernal affairs yeah they redid it scorsese redid it as the departed if you've heard of it he might have heard of the departed but the original was called infernal Affairs. yeah and better yeah better uh the one last piece i'll add to this since you and i both saw it in our teen years this is the movie like if you show it to a a a young teen maybe even i would say between the ages of like 10 and 15 when you're still going outside before you you're trying to be too cool exactly when you're still like running outside shooting your friends with your little toy guns like this is yeah, the movie so you try to emulate 18 for me yeah, yeah no ditto yeah. um i'm just trying to sound if you, know. you want to go outside right now and shoot yeah guns, oh, man. Well, let's do it well you got lightsabers we can do that <laughs> we you know can we can that. do both really Yahoo. Uh, and you got a pool so deaths can go oh right into the pool um, <laughs> this is that like this is the movie that you watch and go i, I want to go play that yeah. I want to be Chow Yun Fat. I want to be Tony Young. I want to be everyone in this movie that dies because there are some awesome deaths. Yeah, you yeah, know that's that's another great thing about this movie. So many fun deaths because yeah. this is this is one of those movies where the the physics of bullets it makes you move a lot farther than they do in real life. Oh yeah, you know you go you go ten feet back. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. great and and you're just jumping away from explosions. Exactly. Yeah. We good. 
toss a grenade, jump. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into what we've been watching real sure, quick. Sure, sure. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I'll start. Uh, all right. I'll start. Okay. Um, so there's a movie that's based on a real life story. Oh. It's called Gran Turismo. Oh, God. And I was able to finally finish it. Finally finish it. Yeah. I, I started it like two weeks ago. Okay. And I was able to finally get, get to the bottom of it. That's what we call um, a ringing endorsement. Yeah, no, this movie's this movie's trash. But I'll say this. It's got a father-son piece that they kind of throw in that made me cry. Aww. The car action itself is pretty good and pretty well shot. Okay. You know, David Harbour's doing his David Harbour, and there's kind of like a, a nice piece to that. But, it, you know, not... Um, do you think that's going to work? We're going to try. With your son? Laying him down. Yeah. He's working I, I so far. I want the bassinet. Well, it's a car seat, you know? Oh, you feel bad putting him no, in No, but like, he, look, he's got he's got some leg room here. He's not crunched up. It's true. It's true. Look, oh, looking good. He's looking bud. good. All right, let's get back to the father-son story, which no, you're literally not, watching right now. Not the father-son story. Oh, not the father. The David Harbour. The David Harbour does his deal. And nobody's bad in it. Orlando Bloom's not great in it. But <laughs> nobody's truly bad in yeah. it. Uh, Dijman Hansu is obviously awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I just I learned this recently that you think he's like one of the handsomest men in the world. I mean, he's a good looking dude. No, I don't. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't come up on those lists a lot. I know, which I, is weird. It is weird. Maybe fifteen I like years to know ago, your type, know, twenty you know years I mean? ago. Hey, I like to know yeah, your type. yeah. Uh, also watched this movie Persian version, which will be out in theaters soon. I got to go to a, like a pre-screening with KCRW and sat with the director, got to do a talk back with the director. Really cool. It's a, it's a mother-daughter story in its core, uh, for sure. And this daughter and this mother who are similar but don't can't understand each other. Uh, it's, it takes place in the 80s and 90s in New York. And it's an Iranian family who have moved over here. Khomeini takes over in in. 78 or 79 uh and so you know they can't go back to iran except for the ladies anyway it's it's kind of this story uh the director is based on the director's real life it it was really fun it's a cool balance of like she balances the levity and the and the dramatic aspects really well and kind of like jumps back and forth and and she really creates these two women very particularly and and you know you can tell that she took a lot of time. There's a lot of voiceover in it, but mm. it didn't annoy me. Okay. Because the person is a writer in the, or, or you know, she is a writer, obviously, writer, director. Uh, it didn't annoy me, but there is a lot of voiceover. So if voiceover annoys you, it might not be for you. Um, watch this TV show called Wolfpack. I discussed this a while ago, if you yeah. recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how I saw you made it further than I did. Yeah. I, I made got, it one I episode. I got like four episodes. Or so. Wow. I got four episodes. Out Does uh, Sarah catch the wolves? Sarah Michelle Geller is like a very small part. Oh, okay, okay. She's like on the poster. She's like the name, like, basically. She, yeah, but okay. she's kind of a background so far. I mean, I think she, you know, obviously she's a detective in this, but it's not really about her. It's about these four kids. Yeah. So who are all turning into. There's werewolves. some fun gore. They go yeah, there. No, yeah, CW yeah, yeah. with gore, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, watch Broken Arrow. Nice. And um, it's. Not really good. John Travolta <laughs> in this movie, it was like the first, like, John Travolta is going to play, like, a kind of flamboyant, outlandish bad guy. Yeah. Kind of like, Cookie Barris, I say stuff that's neato. Wow. Bad guy. 
you know, that voice. Yeah, I think he was getting this is uh, before like Swordfish, that, before right. This know, is that he post went on a run, Pulp of bad Fiction ones. comeback. Right. You know, hey, people want to see me again. Yeah. People did want to see they did. again. Uh, and then you got, you know, Christian Slater and Samantha Mathis, maybe the most dedicated park ranger you'll ever meet. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Mathis is just like, your character makes no sense. <laughs> like, none whatsoever. And that's not her fault. She was doing the best she could. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, this park ranger is, like, above and beyond. <laughs> like, selling out. <laughs> selling out for this action film. Um, Christian Slater's fine. Howie Long. I, I was told, I was told, or I read, a, I read somewhere that the reason Howie Long got Firestorm was because they thought he did such a good job in this movie. He did. Which, if you watch Firestorm, it makes sense. <laughs> but if you watch this movie, you're like, wait, what? If you've never <laughs> seen Firestorm, you're like, someone got a role off of what he's doing in this film? Okay. Well, he was fresh off of football. He was relevant. You know, he was hip. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah he was doing yeah. T-Mobile ads with Terry Hatcher. Was that back? Was that around yeah, this time? Uh, probably. Uh, Terry. Maybe, maybe that's a little years later. later. Now he's doing Skechers ads, you know. Got to have yeah. those nice feet. <laughs> yeah, the Skechers ads. Uh, and that's about it. Okay. Nice. Worth it. I saw some stuff. You did. Mostly TV stuff. Uh, I watched the, the season premieres of Saturday Night Live and Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is notable because they fired Justin Roiland, who was the voice of Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. And brought in two, two different people to do the voices. Uh, they do a good job of transitioning. The guys sound the same. Well done. Show's solid. Nice. Yeah. SNL, Pete Davidson hosted. <sighs> As per usual, there's a few solid sketches, but a lot of sketches where you're like, how did you miss on this one? The yeah. concept, the, the idea is great, and you just laid a fat egg. Yeah. And the musical guest was Ice Spice, who I guess is a, a person. Nobody cares. I started watching... Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with Jillian. And we're, I don't know, 20 minutes in, and, and I'm starting to remember how much of a bummer that movie is. With with, with Ro- Rocket, his whole story. Oh, that's a really uplifting story. Everybody, all his buddies die. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and the last thing, I finally saw Barbie. Oh, thank God. What'd you think? It's Barbie? taken my son's entire life for me to see this movie. I know. <laughs> um, I, like, literally the week before he was born, I was like, you want to go see Barbie? She'd be like, I, I don't know. I think the night we gave birth, I was like, you want to go see Barbie? She was like, shut up. Yeah, I, uh, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. There were some pieces in it that I felt were unnecessary. Sure. The whole Will Smith stuff. Not Will Smith, Will Ferrell. Like, that whole yeah. character. It's like, I don't... I, always, this I, was, I agree with you. You I, mentioned that, and I had that in my head, but I'm watching it, I, I was like, wait, this doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't it's really go anywhere. Kind it of really... expo- 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 exposition. It's exposition. Yeah, but it's a little superfluous. Yeah, it's a one-note joke that that they play out longer than they need to. Exactly, and isn't a really not great. Well done. No, joke. They and it could have done better. With it that, it's, like. it kind of peters out. Like he's not even a villain. He's yeah. kind. Of, he's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think uh. they needed to have villains in it. No, either. yeah, no, I don't think so either. But like, yeah. it was this almost forced. I I kind of wonder because he is the Mattel character, if they were like, well, we we want to be in it, but we don't want to be mean, okay? So you can be cheeky, but we still need to be good guys. And right, it's like, right. Ah, right, right. good job, Mattel. We, we'd much rather just be like, great job, yeah, right. we'd much rather just be incompetent, right, exactly, than, than assholes. <laughs> and which you know, whatever. But I I really I I'm I'm still impressed that a movie like this was made. Right. By a big studio. I mean, you have some crazy dance scenes. You have the Saving Private Ryan scene, the 2001 scene. Yeah. It's just I, I feel like when you wacky. get 
uh, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling to sign on to your movie, uh, as well as like the other cast yeah. of you know characters. Studio's going to get behind this. No, oh for sure. And you I read, I, mean? I read that that Ryan Gosling, the reason did you have you read why he signed on? He agreed to do it. He wasn't sure, and he the reason he made the choice was he saw his daughter's Ken was laying face down in the mud next to a lemon. And he took a picture of it and sent it to Greta Gerwig. And I was like, I have to tell this man's story. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fun. And Gosling and Robbie bring it. I mean, just his commitment to that whole character. Yep. It's it's a lot of fun, uh, yeah. and maybe we'll maybe we'll discuss it more yeah. on our Patreon. And the and the mother daughter yeah oh story, Jillian love like, that really does mm-hmm. w- really plays well. It does it does. Uh, you know, I thought both of them did a great job. Yeah, baby Gamora. Oh, that is baby Gamora. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was getting acting. Gigs, she is wasn't know? she in sixty five? Yeah, she's too? also a, a version of baby Osaka. That's right, Ahsoka. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets around. Good on her. You're good on her. Um, Get that work. I just want to mention, we saw a trailer for this movie. First off, Wonka looks fucking stupid. Oh, I That movie, the I Willy Wonka. trailer for Ugh. that. But we saw a trailer for this movie called The Other Zoe. It's just about a girl who has a crush on a guy, and then he gets hit by a car and has a uh, amnesia. And she now has to pretend to be his girlfriend Zoe, her name's also Zoe, so that he can best recover. And so, of course, he starts falling in love with her. But then his... Wait, what's, where is his girlfriend Zoe? She's like a long-distance girlfriend, I think. I don't... I The trailer didn't give me all the information. But you do see her at one point. But then his cousin comes, and she starts to fall in love with his cousin. So she's torn between Amnesia Guy and Amnesia Guy's cousin. Right, and as he's he getting, know, and she knows that Amnesia guy is actually in love with somebody else. Right, but he's starting to fall in love with her. Right, where's where's other Zoe? I don't know. Who wait? Who is other Zoe? I, she, I don't know. I you see like, her in the trailer, but like I don't know Zoe, much. Zoe, you know. there's two like Zoes. Girlfriend Zoe is right. other Zoe. I well, yeah, or she's pretend. I, either way, it was a. I Sounds, turned to Jillian. I was like, "What the fuck is the plot of this movie? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, this yeah. is the most absurd yeah. thing." Could anyway, be, could be brilliant. And then we watched Barbie. So could be know, brilliant. Could be brilliant. Yeah. YA it romantic uh, films hey, are always brilliant. Hey. Yeah, especially when you add in comas or amnesia. You, you know, gotta love a good where's, coma. Where, where's amnesiac hard to kill? You know, I forgot who I was for seven years. Now I remember, and I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. I guess that's just the born identity. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they made it. <laughs> they did. They, they did it. make it. Well done. <laughs> it was actually pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we get into this? Yeah, let's We rock, might as let's well, you know? Let's, let's, let's do, do as we do. All right. Hard Boiled. 1992. Woo! Rated R. I was 12 years old. I was... Five? No. Eight. Eight. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, eight. Uh, it's 126 minutes. As a cop, he has brains, brawn, and an instinct to kill. That's okay. I read that one already. <laughs> I loved it. A cop who loses his partner in a shootout with gun smugglers goes on a mission to catch them. In order to get closer to the leaders of the ring, he joins forces with an undercover cop who's working as a gangster hitman. They use all means of excessive force to find them. There you go. Directed mm-hmm. by John Woo. Starring mm-hmm. Chow Yun-Fat, Tony Leung, Teresa Mo, Philip Chan, Philip Chung-Fung, Anthony Wong, Quan Hoi-San, Stephen Tung-Wai, Bowie Lam, and many other talented people. 
That is hard boiled. Toothpicks. And what was what's the drink he drinks? Is like gin and no, no, no. It's tequila and seven. Tequila because he's tequila. He's That's tequila. right. I thought, why do I kept thinking because it bubbles so? Oh, he shakes a, it. It's a metaphor. Yeah, no, I yeah, I get it. He's. It's a metaphor for the uh, the it's it's like a it's like a foreshadowing of of this movie itself. That's true. It's, it's gonna... these two things that when you bang them quickly, all of a sudden explode into this kind of frenetic kinetic thing, and then you just shoot them down. It's a, it's it's awesome. It's a hard-boiled world. It's a hard-boiled world, and he's tequila, baby. He is tequila. Tequila and Seven Up. Yeah, he's not. He's so not. He's not vodka. In there. But apparently, it's a very popular. Uh, I believe it. Popular drink. I believe it. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. Okay. And Thirty on the board. Begin. This movie is about feeling like the world is out of control, and you need some semblance of control in your life and in it to try and figure out why and what and how you're gonna. You're you're gonna manage it, and and it's about two dudes who have the same agenda, but just different ideas of how to get it done, and trying to figure out whether they can or can't work together, and then killing. Time. It's vigilantism. Hong Kong Batman. Hong Kong Batman. Not really. Who's a fascist? We know that now. We do. We do. George Lopez said it. He did. He did. If George Lopez says it. Hey. Truth. 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 All right. You ready? I am. So if you haven't been with us before, guys, super simple. It's one through five. One is the worst. Five is the best rating you can get in these five categories. Mm-hmm. Action, acting, directing, story, and good. Good. That's right, baby boy. Here we go. You ready? I am I'm ready. Let you kick off okay, the action. Okay, action. You like, you know stuff. I Oh, thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Um. You know, I've gone back and forth on this, and I think, I think where I'm landing is five. I think I'm landing on five. I think I'm landing on five. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love it. Thank you. It is fun. It's creative. It's rewatchable. It is epic. It's long. It's 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 just like. It's so much fun. I mean, when you have an action scene that makes a 12-year-old want to go outside and do exactly what he sees, that's good action. That's that is good, good action. action. And I think this is, and it holds up. Like, it's not too slow. And because of the way he does it, it's so, you know, the the long kind of musical type scenes where it's all based around, you know, the movement and getting guys, the the flow of it all. And and I'll let you talk about the reloading and stuff. But, like, it just, it it works on such a level and it feels like kids playing in a sandbox. It feels like, Everybody just came to have fun. They're like, hey, can I do this like flying jump shoot? And they're like, yes, you can do that. Hey, what if we had a motorbike just slam a dude into a truck? Yeah, why not? Let's give it a try. What if we blow up, I don't know, a hospital? Yeah, let's do that. Throw babies out a window. Love it. Like it's just, it's nonstop and it has fun with it. And it's, it is both graphic and silly. Like it doesn't, I don't watch this movie and think to myself like, oh, this is brutal. This is like. Oh, like dudes are just getting this there visceral. Are brutal oh, there are, there are, but it's so fun. It's such a fun brutality. And I think that that's a hard combo to find sometimes. And I think John Wick has done a good job of, of finding that. But a lot of times with the action that, that gets that hard R, you either go like really gory and violent and it's like, yeah, it's fucking visceral. Or you just, you get rid of the blood and everybody's just dying all over the place. And this does a good job of mixing the two together um, of, of giving you like blood splatter and also giving you just, just this like 
it's just goofy fun. Like this is a fantasy. This is a fantasy. This is an action fantasy. And all of the smoke and the sparks kind of add to that fantastical bit of, and it's in kind of a neon, dirty Hong Kong under, you know, the, the underworld, the triads, oh, gun smugglers who smuggle guns in bird cages and hospitals and hospitals. They have guns under the hospital. Like genius. Guns under the hospital. Genius. Yeah. Nobody's going to check there. It's an old Coke factory. Yeah. You know that? Oh, is it? Yeah. I believe it's an it. old Coke bottling factory. Makes that sense. Turned into that. That's why the morgue was so cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> okay. they, they go hard. It's a five for me. Uh, I put this at a four. Fair. Uh, action. Uh, the action is all really good. Uh, very inventive. I, I could easily go to a five. I'm going to. I'm going to contain myself and say four. The tea shop scene, which actually they shot before they even had the script because John Woo wanted to shoot there after he saw the place and uh, the tea shop was getting torn down. So they had to shoot those scenes before they even had the script ready because otherwise it would not exist at that mm-hmm. point. So that, that early tea shop scene, he, he knew he wanted to do the kind of iconic banister slide while mm-hmm. the guy's shooting. Chug and Fat is so, killing the game yeah. there. And you knew... Right from there, what you were signing up for. You were yeah. like, okay, cool. And and John Woo is quoted as essentially saying, I don't care about reloads. I know that they should be reloading these guns, but it just slows the action. For him, it was that. like, I don't want that. Yeah. I, I don't need it. And I, I agree and disagree on sometimes. Sure. I love when a movie and a director takes the time to figure out how we can show reloads in the action and do that. And I feel like newer movies have taken that challenge on in a really fun way. But I'm also like, yeah, no, let's just like, I don't really need to know that you reloaded or didn't reload. Just keep firing that thing. Keep it going. Yeah. uh, All the action is really good. The smoke, you know, he keeps suspense in his action. Mm -hmm. You're not sure people are getting hit with bullets. uh, (laughs) Even though they're not dead, they're just getting trapped up. Yeah. You know, trapped up. Yeah. So, I, I like it. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, the, all the all the scenes are are really well done. The, the scene in the obviously in the hospital is uh, amazing, and uh, they had a lot of fun blowing that up. The quick little story that I heard: Chow Yun Fat it, toward the end is running down a hallway, and it's as the hospital is exploding behind him with his with the baby, and. I think the reason they had babies is because originally the original script was supposed to be about Tony Leung's character being a psychopath who poisons babies. And then they realized that didn't really play well. And so they just rewrote the script as they were shooting and added characters like the mad dog character didn't exist in the script to start with. They just added him to have a more menacing character than Johnny Wong, who wasn't, you know, once you, once you part, yeah. Once you part, start putting, putting, you know, peach suits on, suit coats on, you lose some of your, a little bit. I mean, in the end, he gets it back when he's just mowing people down. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. He needs an enforcer. He does. Yeah. But the um, story I meant to tell was Chow Yun Fat ran down that hallway and they're exploding it behind him. And obviously they don't want to get it too close. But then John Woo was like, it just looks like the explosions are way too far behind him. So John Woo went over and took hold of the explosions and had him run the whole thing again. And like just literally Chow Yun Fat is running for his life That's in this. Amazing. Like he's just right behind him, just papping these off. And obviously they have a, a relationship. Right. So maybe he can do that a little bit more yeah. but yeah i mean giant bat literally got done and was like you motherfucker yeah, it's very, <laughs> like uh, that was scary sam that raimi was bruce campbell scary. yeah that beat your actor up right Goblin. yeah like yeah. i'm i'm going to make this but I'm again gonna, fun 
Super fun. John Poo was probably having a blast, literally. It looks like a guy running for his life. It it adds to it. (laughs) It adds to it. Those are like, woo, there's some there's some heat on that guy's neck. Uh, him coming in through the through the through the window swinging in swinging in in the in the scene uh warehouse at the warehouse scene, yeah. Uh and that whole action scene, jumping through car doors and windows and stuff like that. The way they like move in and Mm -hmm. out in these gunfights is super fun, has a little parkour feel to it. Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in that way all of those things make this movie a, a four action. Yeah. Uh, and, and when you're in the action, it's everywhere. It, is. it feels, it feels encompassing. Yes. Like I would love to see this in a theater where you're just like uh-huh. surrounded by that action. If they ever because re- it's, master it's this movie. so, it is so even on my little 42 inch TV, yeah. I was like, Oh, this yeah, is yeah, getting yeah. after it. It's exciting. Um, so there's a lot of really cool stunts, mm-hmm. Action, uh, the way he the way he does it was uh, really really well done. Yeah. So yeah, four, four um, and a half, four point five, four point add... five. I'm going to four point five. You did that. You're welcome. Uh, there's two things I just wanted to tack onto that. There's there's the moment in the beginning when he does kill the bad guy, and it's very cool because he goes through the flower, and so he's covered in flour. He lands, spits out the toothpick, shoots the guy in the head, and it's just such yeah. a like. It's very much this is for my wife. Fuck you and die. But you right. don't need the line. Right. And then another moment again in the tea house yeah. scene that reminded me of hard to kill, but a, a more efficient henchman. There's the henchman who like picked up the janitor and punched him. These guys are just shooting people to get out of their way. And I was like, why, you know, that's, the, yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah. The number, yeah. The number of just like innocence <laughs> so going many. down your innocence oh. body count. The collateral and, damage in this movie is. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Absurd. For sure. When they, I mean, and we, you were talking about this kind of brutality. Mm-hmm. That hospital scene when they stand up the, oh my God. the all the nurses and doctors uh-huh. and the guy's going to let him go. And then he's like, nah. Yeah. And he just mows them all down. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, because Tony Leung and Mad Dog is the character's uh-huh. name, but Philip Kwa is the guy. Um, and he, Philip Kwok, if you don't know him, he is a uh, stunt guy slash martial artist. He's been in a ton of the old kind of Shaolin, uh, um, Shaolin monk kung fu movies. Uh, he's in Five Deadly, De- Deadly Venoms. He's a legend in the game. Yeah. Uh, he plays this character Mad Dog, who's this kind of menacing henchman. And that scene where he and Tony Luong realize there's innocence between the two of them, and so they set their guns mm-hmm. down to be like, well, let's get these people out of the way. I'll, I'm cool if you're cool. And then you get Johnny Wong coming in, mm-hmm. and he just mows them down, and you realize, oh, yeah, this, there's a difference. These these are men with codes, and this is a man without a code. Yeah, can't and, trust him. And you, I love those little things in this movie. But then you watch these people just get murdered. Murdered. In a horrible way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? This movie also when has a Foxy lot of dead dies, bodies just laying around. Oh, God, yeah. That was a tough throat yeah. slit right yeah, there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> tough. Dude. One of their more horrific uh, horror and scene moments. Just, and, and it's not even trying to hide the blood trail. No. They find, they find out exactly what happened yeah, to him. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they'll find me. <laughs> yeah. Nobody even tries to mop up the blood. <laughs> no. He's like, I'm out. I Frankly, the hospital do. needs a better janitorial staff. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they're probably too afraid of getting punched in the face by you know somebody enough. running after Steven Seagal. <laughs> Just get out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get picked back up, punched in the face, then the guns That guy was like, I quit. Yeah, I'm done, guys. I'm done. Uh, acting. Yes. What are your thoughts? This is a tough one because... Yes, this one's hard, obviously... You're you're reading slash trying to watch the acting slash lost in translation on yeah. some level. You, mm-hmm. you know, like the the way you, you know. I mean, just like any language is different, 
cultural mannerisms are different, uh, you know, sarcasm, all those kinds of things are, are played differently yeah. in different cultures. So it's hard to say. That being said, you can tell it has a very stylized, uh, you can tell he's kind of taking from this modern, hard-boiled detective Raymond Chandler slash, you know, Dirty Harry archetype. Right. You know, you can tell he's influenced by that kind of like archetype. Yeah. Uh, Humphrey Bogart, whoever you want to call it. And Chow Yun-Fat is a good enough actor that he can kind of bring some of that through and, yeah. and, and does a really good job. Tony Leung's character, I thought, was like really good in his nuanced performance yes. of Fantastic. being caught in between those two worlds. Mm-hmm. So some of that stuff really upped it for me. Uh, I, I give it a three. Mm-hmm. I give it a solid three in acting. And it's not, a, it's not an acting masterpiece by any means, but everyone gets it across mm-hmm. uh, what what their motive is and what their intention is. Yeah. And and yes, is some of it outlandish? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, does some of it just kind of ring action movie? Of course. Yeah, it has uh, to. Yeah. You know, so it's a three. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Three. Everybody did their job in a little bit more. And, uh, you know, your leads are both charismatic. They have a lot of, they have great chemistry. Yeah. Um, I mean, and not just the two of them, but you, you know, Johnny Wong and the, the chief of police and the, the, the fee, the, the lady cop. Yeah. Yeah. Teresa, they all, Teresa Mo. thank you. Yeah. They That's all, the lady's name. thank you. I appreciate it. They all work well together and they, they get them. They understand the movie there's nobody doing a performance, at least from what I could tell. That's like, you don't seem to understand what movie you're in, yeah. which does happen. I think in movie stylized movies, every once in a while you get an actor. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> What do you, what do you think this is? Yeah. You know, and I think everybody was on board with what this was and had fun and, and brings it. And yeah, again, it's not, you know, it's not a powerhouse of acting, No. but it's fun and, and it makes the movie work and keeps it ticking. So three. absolutely directing, directing this, this, this is might a be where my, it, it's for sure a four. Yeah. Agreed. It's no lower than a four. <sighs> I, I there's pieces of me that want to go to a five, mm-hmm. but I think I'll stick at a four. I, I think you are going to make this point later, but I'll touch on it sure. quickly. Pacing mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah, uh, and I'll let you kind of get into that. But in terms of uh, choreographing the action, all the stuff that they had to do to turn this thing around, uh, you know, like they shot this in 123 days, mm. uh, and they had to do that hospital scene. I think you know. They they did a bunch of stuff where they tried to get it all in one take. Yeah, uh, in it, and oh, wow. they they did a really good job with a lot of that. Yeah, he has a lot of kind of cool shots, like intro shots, like every time we go into the warehouse, all the the sparks from the mm-hmm. from the welding and all that. Like he has some kind of fun close up shots on yeah. that stuff. I felt like the cinematography and some of that stuff was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you're creating an action movie that is spellbinding on mm-hmm. some level. So you get a ton of credit just, just because that's what you came here for. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes, is there a little bit here and there, you know, could we have directed, you know, maybe Chow Yun-Fat's clarinets, <laughs> not great, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like you get it. You yeah. understand you the characters the yeah. for directing for sure. He, he comes with his a game and compared to what they were doing in America at the time in nineties yeah. action, this Far and above. Far and above. Uh, yeah. The you know this is the precursor for your John Wicks for the stuff that that is to come mm-hmm. uh, in a way that that didn't hit for another fifteen years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, which is crazy. He's at way ahead of his time, yeah, at least yeah, in yeah. our markets. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think I'm gonna go four point five. I like that because I think the the one the one issue I have that you sort of mentioned was the pacing. He it it does at times feel a little long. 
Um, and I don't necessarily mean the, the long action scenes. I think it's just, it, you probably could have told the story in a slightly more efficient manner, but understanding the tea scene thing, which I didn't know that they filmed that before they even had a script and putting all of this together. And, you know, he went from this movie to his American debut, which is hard target, which is not the greatest, but it's got some fun moments, but this, this is the movie that essentially opened the American door for him. You know, I think Hard Boiled is one of those movies that when American audiences got a hold of it, it was like every once, you know, I feel like every couple of years or, and, you know, maybe it's still going on, you would have a martial arts movie or a, you know, some Asian film would enter the market and America would go insane for it, you know, and, and uh, I think this was one of those actually, you know, it was an action. It came at the right time. Again, we're what, two years after <laughs> Hard to Kill, you know, so we're in that like we discussed last week, you're in that phase of action movie sort of going from the invincible guy to the to the not totally invincible guy, but he's got some good lines and the action is getting better and a little more, uh, you know, a little darker, a little heavier. And I think this movie, you know, does all of that, but better than most of what, I mean, you put this next to Hard to Kill or Cobra and this movie, you know, he, you know, heads and shoulders above those in it, the story it has to tell the directing. And that's the thing too. I think you look at Cobra and you look at, at um, hard to kill. Both of those are not director movies. Those are, star pieces those are let's get steven seagal on screen doing some karate moves with a story this was like john woo going like no this is more about the directing than anything else and i think that's what carries so strongly and that point five that's missing is really just about pacing that's the one thing i think that doesn't fully hold up because it very much plays into a a time uh a time and a place with the jazz stuff and the slower jazz and the you know he really slows it down in between the action scenes, which maybe is good for the pacing. Maybe that's what you need, and maybe that helps it work. But in the grandest of schemes, it's not on rewatch. It does slow. I was watching this tired, and in between action scenes, I was I was fading. I had to fight to stay in it, you know. And there is enough there. The story's solid. It's just yeah. I I mean they actually did some cutting uh, of the story. Okay. Uh, Chow Yun Fat. This is kind of an interesting little tidbit I read. Chow Yun Fat's character and Teresa Mo, Mo's character were supposed to have more scenes with their relationship a little bit, yeah. and those got cut. Okay. Uh, he was also supposed to play clarinet over um, his partner's grave, uh, which uh, I'm glad they got that. <laughs> it would have been awesome. It would have been because one more shot of him not <laughs> playing clarinet would have been <laughs> maybe an empty awesome. drum set. Uh, and so when they got to the end, Chow Yun-Fat felt like the Tony Leung's character was much more fleshed out in terms of his own kind of internal Mm -hmm. issues than Chow Yun-Fat's was. So he asked John Woo to insert a, um, a mentor character in there for him. Yeah. And John Woo, and he had John Woo play that character because he knew if John Woo played the character, those scenes wouldn't get cut. (laughs) <laughs> That's genius acting right there. Or actor, or actor business. Just manipulate Smart the man. Sitch. Smart man. You gotta know how to... So that's where that bartender character comes yeah. in, who is obviously... The, played, he owns, don't does know, he own the jazz bar, I guess? He owns the yeah, jazz okay. bar. He's the, he's the bartender who yeah. he keeps coming back to. And that, if you didn't know that that was John Woo, that's John Woo. That's John Woo. So you know. Uh, he is in that film. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, this this in terms of directing, yeah, it's it's a four for me. Nice. Uh, and it's it's a rock solid four. Yeah. Um, I, if, if I watch it again, I might go up. No, all right, cool. I yeah. Well, I, and I, I, I just another movie. I think seeing it in a theater would probably really add to everything. Oh yeah, yeah, and and it, like if they do, I mean, so this, it was ninety ninety two, so we just passed its thirtieth. Uh, I'd be interested to know if there is like a remastered version that they put in theaters because I would totally go see that. Oh yeah, it's hard. Um, I mean, it's hard to get. I couldn't. It's not on streaming. Mm-hmm. It, you have to mm-hmm. rent it on Prime mm-hmm. essentially, or or I rent if it's even it somewhere. On I'll have to look. Um, anyway. 
story. You know, with the story uh, three, I feel like I could possibly go up with this. It's 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 not the most complicated of stories. It's the you know the the turncoat, not the turncoat, but the undercover cop and the regular cop working together, and you know nothing wild. They kind of drop a lot of the gun smuggling stuff just to go after Johnny Wong and. But it's fun. It's fun, and it's easy, and it does what it needs to do to get you to the end, and it ends in a hospital. You know, it gets you there. And there's some fun lines. There's, uh, you know, give a man a gun, he thinks he's Superman. Give a man two guns, he thinks he's a god. And that's that's a yeah. great line. Story for me is not the highlight of this movie. No. Uh, there's a lot of rah, rah, rah that doesn't feel fully justified in the storytelling. Okay. Obviously, like you blip through early on, you have Chow Yun Fat's character who is trying to take down these gun runners, gun smugglers, and his character, his character's, uh, or his partner gets killed. Yes. And that kind of like sends him down a dark path. Indeed. And he starts acting on some level irrationally. Yeah. And they're, they seem to try and justify all of his irrational behavior with, that being the the motivating factor, like we're not doing enough. There's not enough done. Uh, he does actually kill an undercover cop yeah. in that shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to not phase him terribly much. Uh, and then and then he's feeling like hey, he's out of the loop. And the captain's like, "You shouldn't be doing these things. Don't don't go in there." And then he's just one man showing it, yeah. which is great, but it doesn't tell a really wonderful story True. of his understanding. And then he kind of just becomes buddies with Tony Leong a little bit. They, they bond a little and I can get into that. It all kind of like floods together pretty quickly and pretty easily. Yeah. And I, I give the story a two. That's fair. It's a two story. There, there's nothing here that really, you know, kills it. Now, granted, like it might go up a little bit when I can read some of the subtitles faster, <laughs> but I think you've brought me down to a 2.5 though. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, there's not much here. And also knowing that, they wrote this as they kind of shot it, you know, makes sense. When yeah, I look at the yeah. movie and I go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're just kind of writing it as you go. The one of the, one of the writers, John Wu is a writer on yeah. it, but one of the other writers like wrote a treatment about, I, I mentioned the Tony the young's character being a baby uh, guy, poisoning babies yeah. that they have to find. Uh, which is where the baby element comes in, and they obviously kept that in the shooting uh, of them saving all the babies. Right. Uh, which was kind of a weird, fun element yeah. to it. I, you know, it's, it's kind of like we gotta, we gotta get these babies out. Yeah, of here. yeah. everybody forgot the babies. Right. Yeah. It, Anton doesn't like that aspect. No, of it. don't no, forget the babies. No, do not forget. There that was I, before you say this. There's one moment where one of the babies comes out, and the captain goes, "Hey, get those babies to a safe place," and then they just put it on the ground. Yeah. And then nurse grabs it, but it's like. Maybe put it on the ground further back. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I thought yeah, that was yeah. amusing. No, people getting shot out that window yeah. a bunch. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, just that popping was not windows. the best baby out system. Is I, there a I hard-boiled could... video game? Because it felt like a video game, yeah. which in a fun way. Anyway, yeah. sorry. The Sorry, I'm, I've lost my own. You were the killing babies, how they got to that scene, the yes. writing. So the writing, is, they, had to, they had to go back and rewrite the script halfway through, uh, trying to figure out like, oh, well, we don't love that part of the storyline so let's rewrite it so it it feels like it's a little bit made up on the fly and and i i feel like some of the pacing is probably due to that as well in that you have a story that it it feels 
a little disconnected when it's not in the action. Yeah. A little like, where are we going? What do we need to say in this next bit? And did we say it? I think so. Keep moving. Yeah, which adds to, to that pacing problem. Adds to that pacing yeah. problem. Adds to that kind of like, okay. We're not really doing anything. We're not really with doing anything with this until we get to him and Tony Leung's character, Alan, becoming kind of buddies. And yeah. then the story seems to kind of like, jump back into okay we just got to solve this crime we don't have this inner angst we just have a crime to solve and how can we trust each other and make this happen yeah and i felt like once we hit that point which is again you're an hour in or so yeah you it starts to move along and 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 you get get going so yeah too i mean it wasn't bad yeah it doesn't shine the writing doesn't shine to me i think i'll probably hold it at 2.5 but every point you make is true i mean this movie really isn't about the story so much as it is about the cool action pieces, a, a guy lighting a cigarette on a f- car fire, right? Which and, is and, badass. And him, you know, and he's sending coded messages through the, the flowers, through the flowers, mm-hmm. which is kind of half. And then there's a whole rose thing where he's like, yeah. "Oh, everybody would under sees through the roses." Right. Although there was the clever moment where he's like, "I'll send you a rose to let you know when to get the people right. out," and then she finds it in her pocket, and right. it was like. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's... It should have been like, just get the people out. Yeah, just get the people out. There's a lot of clever <laughs> bits, but it doesn't come together as a full... I mean, 2.5 just because it gets you to the action pieces and it keeps you moving and that's, you know, kind of where I sit with it. But uh, but yeah. 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 I agree. I don't I think Anton does, but that's okay. Oh, good on you, buddy. Let's move uh, on to... <clears throat> good. Good. Oh, this is for me, this is a five gut. Five gut. This is a five gut. Right. I had a great time. Sat through it, enjoyed yeah. it. it. It it holds up. It does. I mean, for a movie from 1992 to hold up as well as this one did. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a blast. I wish I could have watched it with you. Oh, or thanks, buddy. That would have been fun. Yeah. I think I, mean, I would have had a lot more think, fun watching it with somebody. Yeah, else. yeah. Just like that camaraderie of watching this movie that is cool, but when, you, when you're watching it by yourself and you're like... All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving this. I wish I could just turn and be like, how awesome was that? (laughs) You know, to somebody uh, who will look back at me and be like, it was freaking awesome. Or in a theater where you get like that that energy. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like that that viewing experience would be a lot more fun. So I think for me, Mm -hmm. it's going to be weird to say this, 4.5. Wow. Yeah. And I, I, although I think I credit it to a lot of the way I watched it, like late at night with a baby, very tired. So you're kind of in and out and the pacing thing is what kind of got me. I think if I'd have watched this with you or in a theater, it'd be a five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, you know, and, and, you know, ask me again after I've watched it again, maybe we'll show Nora the movie. All three of us can watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. But it is super fun. It has, like, you can make jokes while watching it, but you also can admire the, the artistry of it. I mean, it, it is a, f- maybe I should just give it a five. I mean, at the end of the day, right? You know like that's what are. it is. You know, it's you a know five. What it is. I'm not going to ever just, tell someone not to watch this movie. Yeah, just It's a five. You, I get off my technical you, bullshit. You already, you already said you're ready to watch it with somebody else. That's true. I'm so ready to watch it. Yeah. Value is pretty high. It is at max. <laughs> All right. Five. It's a five. I mean, this movie is just awesome. It's yeah, an awesome movie. It's so fun. Don't it's watch so it at like two o'clock in the morning with a baby. Cause nothing is great at that time. Those moments. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, our totals pre gut. I am at a fifteen, and you are at a thirteen point five. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Post gut twenty and eighteen point five. So 
It's a top tier movie. It is a, a top tier movie. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep that in mind. And again, you know, when we're doing the pre guts, you know, the max you can have is twenty. So a fifteen and a thirteen point five yeah. out of twenty, not bad. I saw a guy with a hard boiled T shirt on the other day. Nice. It was dope. Was it? it? Was, dope. was it, it him going down the stairs or it what was, was one it? of those interactions where you're excited about his T shirt like, oh, yeah. more than they are? Yeah. And you're like, no, bro. Yeah. You can't wear that T shirt and not like. When people recognize it, you got to yeah. You got to be like, yeah, dude, this movie fucking rips. I loved it. Mm -hmm. He had just watched it like like for the first time recently. I get out of here, guy. And And then got the shirt. Now he had the t shirt. Yeah, then he needs to be way more excited. He needs to be way more excited. Stop. If it's like an old faded shirt, okay, fine. Right. Yeah. But if it's brand new, you just discovered it. It was a brand new t shirt, and he just watched the movie for the first time, like a three four months ago. Brosive. And this was and this was a man who must have been your age. I'm disappointed in him. I was like, bro. Bro. How you just find it? You're like this? so close to a poser. Yeah. You a, might as well. Without be being a poser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did watch the Was he movie. wearing a Yankees hat? Yeah. I, I gave him I gave him some, some really guff. polite customer service. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. As you should. As you should. As you should. But in your head. In my head, I was guffing him, him up. Yeah, yeah, I was good. guffing the shit him. out of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you should have like, you want some tequila? Oh, nice. And he would have been like, nice. Huh? Uh, any tequila seven up here <laughs> ready to go we only serve it after we smacked yeah, it, on the, smacked it yeah. on the thing so next week no it's do re mi fa so 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 ra so fa so ra ra so fa so next week Type that in our computer. movie is yeah one three one one four 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 three three next week our movie is the thing ah thank you tony young yes <laughs> Next week is next week will be Halloween when this episode airs. Halloween. It's airing on Halloween. And the moon is right. Yeah. We've done too many Halloweens. We've, we've so we're not done, doing more Halloween I feel movies. like we've done all of we've, them. I think we've watched them all, yeah. Oh, I have. I mean, I'm all in on doing Halloween 3, but uh, that's just me. The one that nobody likes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not all in on that. So we're going to do a little action, a little violence, a little, not, well, obviously violence, a little action, a little horror. Little in horror. The Thing. The Thing. John the Carpenter's Thing. The dot, dot, dot. Something. The S- Thing. I want to say six, but that doesn't I want to say two. Nice. Yeah. I like two better. You like two better? Yeah. 1982. Yeah. 1982. Great year. Great year for Thing. Russell. Okay, Russ. Coming at it hard. They did a remake of The Thing recently, 1982? I believe. Or it was a... Uh, uh, I think it's like a kind of a reboot sequel, a re a boot school, a boot school. Because it takes, I think it's the same. Did you see it? No, the one with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, yeah, I did not. I heard it wasn't great. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, why not? Maybe I'll watch it. Who knows? No, maybe I'll you, watch. Should it. we watch the original of the thing? What's the original? It's from like the 30s or the 40s. We'll watch everything we can get our hands on, but we'll be mostly talking about John Carpenter. We will. <laughs> That's That'll be Ooh. <laughs> weird breath. Okay, weird breath. Weird breath. Okay? <laughs> What am I, a baby? What are you? What are you how to breathe? What are you trying to play a fucking sweet clarinet over here? <laughs> anyway, uh, that you was went full trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> you went full trumpet. Which Steven Seagal would have liked. Oh, for didn't sure. mention this last week. The music he's listening to before he listens to the tape is Chuck Mangione, who is like the most boring trumpet player in the world. Yes. And and the fact that that wow. was chosen. Wow, you just, shots at Chuck. Yeah, shots at Chuck. He's, he's catching strays. I've been over using here. that. I've been using that song, that specific song from the movie, for every hard to kill post. Oh, I think goodness. it's called "Feeling Good," but uh, that's what his. That's what Mason Storm listens to. Yes. No. I mean, Nora sent me a music video, a <laughs> yeah. Steven Seagal music video, where he plays some of the most boring music. I'm I've sure ever he's a very boring man, and he sings. Uh, while he, you know, like essentially 
professes his love to like some very young Asian girl. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, it, it got creepy. Yeah, yeah. Most things do with him. <laughs> so, but uh, he does have a sweet guitar uh, strap. Strap it, that's a rattles like a King Cobra. Yeah, and the head is on it, right? The yeah. head's on it. Yeah. So, Steven. if you want to check that out, it's on YouTube. Thank you, Nora. <laughs> Maybe Kramer, we'll put a link to it that, somewhere for that hot shot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so next week, the thing classic. I, I'm sure it's available somewhere. So yep. watch, if you haven't watched it, watch it. I think I watched it a couple years ago. It holds up. It's so good. It's so tense. It's so it's fun, and it's not a happy ending. Yeah, you know, it's just a oh, John Carpenter. Just mwah. yep. We love John Carpenter here. Yep. And we might have Jenny. We might have no. Yeah. Are we not going to have Nora? Maybe we might have Nora. The Crame de Fame. She might be back. We might have all the hosts of the show. We might. We might. We'll see. We'll see. But might this might just our... be the two of us with Anton. Again. Also possible. Anton will almost certainly be here. Yeah. Uh, He's so cute. Thank you. You got a beautiful child. I appreciate that. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to start adding in a segment, which is like you know, beautiful child advice segment. for Anton. You know, I'm just saying, in a hard boiled episode, having a baby, having a baby in my arms <laughs> makes it sense. works. It does. It work. really makes sense <laughs> in a way that I didn't know it was coming. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe starting next week, I'm going to start doing like fatherly advice for Anton. Oh, there's a spider on your wall. Gross. Um, What's gross about spiders? They're gr- did you not see the film Arachnophobia? I did. Saw it way too that, young. Yeah, and that, 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 that movie ruined will me mess for life. you up, yeah, dude. That yeah. movie is full trauma. Oh, it it yeah. I saw it at way too young an age, yeah, yeah, and I yeah, have yeah, arachnophobia yeah, yeah, now. Um and I do not like spiders. Oh, what's grew, funny is I I grew up in the it. country and so oh, it was unavoidable. I had yeah, I had to get over you gotta it. Deal with them. Yeah. Uh maybe the we number should of do... spiders I've eaten in my life is too many. You know when you like sit with dares? your mouth open, oh, yeah. they'll crawl down. That's what your they tell you. And you'll, so yeah, yeah. I lived in the country. So that's not an urban there legend. Like spiders in my room as a kid. I I, I won't go down up. my hole. Yeah, yeah, no, I used to smush them on the ceiling with a baseball bat, and I called that the spider graveyard. Oh, I liked I liked, as a way to I liked them. I felt a, I felt like they were like my my defense against you know mosquitoes in my room mm, and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I got defense up. Maybe one day we'll do arachnophobia. Dude. I've rewatched it Dude, as that, an adult. And there's some like the the final oh, spider battle, not so when not they're so coming scary, out of the TV and the and the walls oh, and in the shower, the shower and the cereal. Those yeah. two, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that messed not me up. I mean, cool. I think the cereal one's dead, maybe. But either way, I was like, wait, they can get into these things. Yeah, and it's good. also I think it's interesting because tarantulas apparently are not a very aggressive species of spider. Like a lot of people have them, so I think it, it kind of did them dirty. Did the tarantula yeah. dirty, but yeah, you know. they did. anyway, <laughs> for another time. Yep. So we'll see who's here. I don't know. We'll be here. Yeah. Um, the thing. I mean, go watch the. Th- it's so good. It's so good. It really is. It's a. I don't want to say it, but it's a banger. It is a banger. It is a banger. It bangs. Yeah. It, it. It. You'd rather us do this than like the new Exorcist or the Nun Two or whatever. Oh, the, whatever. Sh- Saw Ten. Yeah. Whatever horse shit they're putting in theaters now. Yeah. Damn horse shit. Okay, you know what? There is a poisoned baby in the oven. <laughs> Banisters slide to the old pool side, baby. <laughs> Johnny Plummer, he's putting out the bangers back in 1982. Yeah, See what I was. did there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Carpenter to Plummer. Carpenter I mixed Plummer. it up. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, you know, it's just a beautiful mind up there. Yeah, it, it is. It yeah. is. It is. Call me Russ. All right. <laughs>